0: Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm excited to welcome Kara Harvey. Today, we are talking about 15 minutes and the power of just short amounts of time for self-care for us mamas. Kara Harvey's a wife, a mom, an online mentor, and a woman of God. And she, she struggled growing up to believe in her own self-worth and lived most of her life trying to please others with no real focus. She became a teacher, but then she realized she was burnt out. She needed to leave teaching and she decided to stay home with her family and work to mentor women from home. And so she got into entrepreneurship and it's so exciting to hear about her story. I love it. And now she hosts um, a podcast and a whole business called a purpose-driven mom and she uses this business to help moms feel more confident less of a hot mess and start to structure and run their mom life in a way that allows them to live a life by design And so Kara is really a guru at productivity and systems and routines. And she's so practical, so approachable. She and I have become friends. I'm so grateful to welcome her on the show today. Definitely check out her podcast, Purpose Driven Mom, and I will be on her show soon. Um, And I'm so excited to welcome Kara Harvey to the show today. Enjoy, friends. Hi, Kara. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you here. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm really excited to chat.
2: Yes, me too. Okay, everybody, this is Kara Harvey, and she is a fellow podcaster, my kind of person. (laughs) She's a productivity coach for moms, and her podcast is called The Purpose Driven Mom Show, and she's all about helping all moms, whether you're staying at home and working at home, working outside the home. She helps moms and women find systems and routines to really manage your homes go after your goals, feel less stressed, and then have more joy, which I'm all about too. So I'm happy to have you, Kara, and let's dive in by having you introduce yourself and sharing a little bit about your family and why you started your business, A Purpose Driven Mom. Sure. So
1: I've been married six years to my husband. We have three kids, a two of four and a 13 old. So our house is very full and very blessed and very loud. Um, and in the pockets of that is how I run A Purpose Driven Mom. I was a school teacher for eight years. And I absolutely loved teaching, but I found myself burning out. I was really anxious and stressed out. And I had kind of lost myself along the way. My identity had just been thrown right into teaching. And I'd forgotten to take care of myself. And I was seeing a lot of the impacts of that. And I remember the moment I realized I was kind of done with teaching. I was actually on track uh, for an administrative role. So I was the principal of our summer school program. And the first day of school for teachers overlapped with the last day of school for summer school. And I had to be in two places at once. And I just cried on the way to work. And I had a panic attack and I had to pull my car over. And I just thought there has to be something different. So I went home to my husband and I said, I think I can't do this anymore. And he's a numbers guy. So he said, well, this is what we need to make. What do you think? And at this point, I had actually been dabbling in network marketing. It was a hobby of mine. I really enjoyed the products. And I thought, okay, can I turn this into a business? And that was my first stint into entrepreneurship. I call myself like an accidental entrepreneur because I didn't mean for it to happen. It wasn't in my plan. I'd wanted to be a teacher forever. And so um, when this, came up, I thought, all right, I can do this. And I don't like the word hustle at all. But that is what I did um, for that first year to be able to replace my teaching income by the end of the year and uh, leave teaching. So after eight years, I left the classroom and I became uh, an entrepreneur and I was full time in network marketing. I did that for about two years. And I found that along the way, I was helping moms. It was a fitness network marketing company and I was helping moms lose weight and I was helping them, but nothing seemed to stick. And then I realized there were all these other things they needed help with finding time to work out and self care. And I thought, what are some other ways I could help them? And I felt God tugging me saying, we can do this differently. I, I want you to try something different. At this point, I had network marketing. I was pretty successful. I was making a decent income, but I felt this missing component. And so when my son was two weeks old, I remember sitting there at 3 a.m., nursing him, reaching over the boppy pillow. And that is when a purpose to mom was born. Um I made the site completely pivoted um, in the next three months to, to stop doing my network marketing business completely and started up with the purpose to mom. And in the past two and a half years, it has evolved from kind of being like a lifestyle brand to being specifically productivity for moms and mompreneurs, because I want to help overwhelm moms just develop systems so that they can manage their time and then go after their own God-driven goals. Because as moms, I feel like we often put ourselves last because we don't know how to prioritize our days. And I want moms to, to live in abundance, to have joy and to realize that. They can do things that that make them happy, and since then, it's just been really fun getting to know the women I work with, getting to see where they could use help, and then pivoting along the way to be able to help them.
2: Mm-hmm. Incredible! I like that term, accidental entrepreneur. I feel like so many <laughs> people are like that, and um, we're actually going to talk about self care for moms today, but we're going to specifically talk about the mindset piece. So, really changing our perspective around that, um, and so. I like that you talk about this all or nothing mindset and we're going to talk about shifting that. So when it comes to taking care of ourselves as moms, a lot of us have this all or nothing mindset, like either I'm going to have two hours to myself or zero time. Um, And so there's a happy medium, right? And so can you talk about that? How do we shift this mindset? And then, you know, don't take on the approach of all or nothing when it takes care, take Comes to taking care of ourselves as moms, but there's a happy medium, and you have a really cool perspective on this.
1: Sure, yeah, I like to call it the Monday mentality. It's like if you ever said, "Oh, I'm gonna start this new diet, and I'm never gonna like look at a carb or a sniff chocolate. I'm gonna work out for hours a day," and then by Tuesday, you're like, "Ah, that's cool. I'm gonna try again on Monday." Um, and it's what we notice that we're doing because we're trying to take on way too much. And we do this in every aspect of our lives, from self-care to home improvement, to family goals. As women, we put all of it on our shoulders and often feel like if we can't do everything perfectly, well, then we shouldn't even try to do anything at all. And I want to help moms and women realize that just by showing up in some way, you are making progress. And especially when it comes to self-care by showing up at all and taking care of yourself. And I like to look at self-care in a few ways. There's some like proactive ways that you can have self-care so that you're not having anxiety attacks and melting down and realizing you don't have any space. And that's kind of in planning. And then there's some of the more like um, ways that you can have self-care where you're, you know, taking care of yourself, you're maintenancing it. And I think that instead of looking at everything on our plates and feeling like if we don't get it done right now and in this perfect way, then it's not worth it. We need to start saying to ourselves, how can I show up for myself and my goals today in a way that my future self will thank me, in a way that feels authentic to me and my busy life? One of the things I realized working with um, moms is that a lot of people out there are always like, you know, if you've got two hours to do this, and you know, if you want to tackle this goal, and they they make these massive chunks of time. Whereas for me, three kids working from home before um, pandemic, I had a job outside of the house as well on the weekends. I didn't have two hours to do anything, let alone take care of me. So I found that if you can break things into these fifteen-minute manageable chunks, you will start to get more done and you'll gain momentum because often. It's kind of that start that stops us we feel so overwhelmed with everything on our plates and everything we have to do that we just don't even do anything and that um, I call it action paralysis right and that mm-hmm. action paralysis gets in our way because we have these unrealistic expectations right like none of us are perfect right only Jesus and so we have to mm-hmm. remember that that's not we are not in control of everything we are not the one who you know who can do things perfectly and when we let go of that expectation um whether maybe it's an expectation that's self-imposed or comes from somebody outside when we realize that we're never going to be able to do everything we can make a plan to start to do something and then start to show up for ourselves. And as you start to show up for yourselves more and more, you start to build a confidence that you're worth showing up for longer periods of time or for different activities.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I wrote that down, make a plan to do something. That is so good because I think, like you said, the action paralysis. So often we get in this idea of like, okay, so here's what the perfect morning, I think about this a lot, morning routines. what the perfect morning routine looks like and you have to do this that and the other thing and it's an hour and you have to be alone and if one of your kids wakes up well great it's ruined um and so i think that comes back to the all-or-nothing mentality of like the perfectionism piece of feeling like it needs to look a certain way it needs to be something that you could post about um and put on instagram and look at my wonderful quiet time this morning So, I like that you said make a plan to do something. And can you share a little bit more about this unique perspective you have about the 15 minutes of self care a day that's been transformative, not only for you, but also the moms you work with?
1: Sure. And I want to add that, like, perfectionism is another form of procrastination. Like, when we are saying we have to do things perfectly and they have to look perfectly, we will use that to procrastinate. Um, oh, I'll just do it later. I'll just do it later because it doesn't look that way. So if, if you're listening and you find yourself caught in that, ask yourself, am I being stuck in this perfectionism because I can't take like an entire spa day for my self-care, You know, am I holding myself back? Am I using it actually as a tool to procrastinate? So that, that's the first thing. But yeah, I love fifteen minutes. And the reason I came up with fifteen minutes was because, 15 minutes is a short enough amount of time to gain momentum in anything that you do. But it's also a short enough amount of time that you can convince yourself to do it, even when it's not a habit. I spend 15 minutes scrolling Instagram multiple times a day, right? But could I spend that 15 minutes more intentionally? And so one of the things that I recommend to moms when it comes to self-care is planning out this time for themselves, like before the week starts. And I like to teach it in the way I call it habit stacking, where instead of picking all of your habits at once that you're going to do, you break them down. So morning routine, I think a lot of the stuff you do in your morning routine is self-care. And a lot of people look at self-care like it has to be like bath bombs and things like that. For me, self-care is stuff that I'm doing to fill up my cup and to prevent myself from getting less stressed in the future. So a great morning routine is actually self-care. Quiet time in the morning, or even starting that load of laundry so you're not stressed out trying to find the kids' clean clothes later, or whatever else you choose to do. So, if we look at this morning routine example, one of the things that I would recommend is you start with the end in mind. So, say you want to fit in some self care, you want to do some like uh, prayer, you want to do a workout, or whatever you want to do in the morning. You need to know where you want to go. Make a list of f- four things. And I like four because four weeks typically in a month, it makes it easy to do the math. I like to use as much math in um, my routines as possible because then it eliminates the emotions and you can just take action. Um, So I like to be super concrete. All right, four weeks in a month, let's pick four tasks that we want to do. So if we have four tasks there um, in your morning routine, say you're like, all right, I want to get up and read my Bible. I want to journal. I want to take a walk and I want to load up my laundry and stuff like that. So your morning routine, (laughs) you pick these things that you want to do that are going to set your day up for success and include some self-care in there. But you say, what is the end result? What are the end goals that I have? And you pick four things that you want to do. Now, I don't want want anyone to say, oh, I have to do all four of them. Because again, by Tuesday, Wednesday, you're going to quit because you're not going to have a quote, perfect day. So instead, you pick one to get really, really good at that week. So maybe that first week, you're like, all right, in my morning routine, I just want to take 10 minutes to read my Bible. That's all I'm going to do for 10 minutes. And you do your 10 minutes, and then you can move on. You can do your 15 minutes, and then you can move on. You get really good at that for an entire week. And then week two, you add something else. So you're like, I'm going to do 10 minutes of my Bible reading, and then 10 minutes of journaling. All right, so now I've got two things that I'm adding. And you slowly do it till you get to the end of the month. Now, what's really great about this is instead of just kind of halfway doing everything and, and just doing things a little bit mediocre, you get to get really, really good at adding things into your schedule. And what always happens is you'll do one piece. Maybe you'll get your Bible reading done and you think, wow, I did this. I showed up. I, I got this self-care in. I took care of something that was on my to-do list or whatever you put in your routine. And you often do more. So maybe there are some days you're like, well, I know I'm not doing my journaling till next week because I have a plan, so I know where I'm going, but I feel like journaling right now and I can just do it for five more minutes. And you start to build your confidence. I think what happens a lot when people start new routines is that they don't have a ton of confidence in their ability to follow through because they've probably had a pattern of not following through before. And so when you add so many things at once, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure um, because you're saying you have to show up and do all the things all the time. So by using habit stacking, you can literally make any routine. You could do this for your morning, your evening. You can make a self-care routine that goes throughout the day. So say you pick four things for your self-care you want to do throughout the day. That first week, you just work on one and then you add two and then three and then four, and you can even increase the days. So maybe you say you do something, I don't know, two days a week Well, then the next week you stack it and you do it three days a week. Um, And I'll say, I never recommend anyone do anything seven days a week. You don't ever plan for seven days because that's just setting yourself up to not hit this super high, perfect bar. And then you set yourself to wanting to quit the next week. So if you say you're going to do something, even like my Bible reading, I always say six days a week. I typically show up seven days a week, right? But I always tell myself, if I can do six days, I'm going to feel really good about that. So then that seven day is a bonus and it's not, see, you're not good enough. You didn't do it again. It's look what you did and you showed up. So I like to really say, start with the end in mind, break anything, any sort of routine down into four chunks. So you can do one a week, make them small, 15 minutes or less, and then you kind of stack them together. And listen, this may mean that you have this morning routine that you're working on for 3 months until it actually is where you want it to be. Okay, like why are we in such a rush to do everything right now, right? We glorify busy in our world. We you know, and I think that busy just means you got more on your schedule. It doesn't mean you're actually doing more. And we're always just trying to like gold chase. Like I have to go to the next goal, the next goal, the next goal, and you're not really enjoying the process. You're not realizing that you're showing up. This is something we talk about a lot with um, the moms in my membership. We'll start our calls on Sunday, checking in on our goals. Well, I didn't do anything. I didn't feel like I did anything. And I asked them, they're like, well, actually, I did show up and I did my like personal growth reading three days a week. Okay, so you didn't do nothing. You did something and you showed up. Um, and I think that setting yourself up with this framework allows you to grow confidence that maybe you didn't have before as well.
2: Wow, that is so helpful and seriously everybody listening can, you know, put this into practice this week. And I really like what you said about not rushing things and the goal chasing. I think that's a really good point. And I think for moms especially and for women, I I think we tend to put so much pressure on ourselves and really feel like we need to do it all and be it all and we need to do it right now it can't take a month. It can't take three months. You know, we have to achieve this next week. And that's something that's going to be a recipe for disaster because it's going to stress us out. And, you know, maybe one day we don't show up for the habit we said we were going to do. And then we beat ourselves up. So I really like how approachable this, this is. And I really like that it's so infused with grace. That is just so helpful. I think for, for us women, We just need more grace (laughs) with ourselves Um, and then we can then give that to others and uh, just such good advice here. Thank you, Kara. Um, And then what's, you know, I like to leave listeners with kind of an action step at the end of each episode. Um, And for, you know, women listening, mostly moms, um, you know, how do we, what's the first step? So would it be choosing one thing for week one in terms of adding into know self-care adding self-care into the daily routine like is there something you suggest you suggest journaling do you suggest reading a book for 15 minutes or you know what what's kind of like a list of things someone could choose from and and what is really step one is it choosing one thing for that first week is that what you'd say
1: so there's a few things and it's kind of I guess it's like a choose your own adventure because um, you're right. Like I really like to lead with intentionality and grace. And I think that both those things are super important. And so I would say ask yourself like, what would be a bigger catalyst and what's the biggest roadblock right now? So if you're struggling to even think like that, you're worth the time, like right, talk about self-care. How many moms struggle with even believing they're worth taking the time? Then then for you, I would say mindset's where you have to start. So that would be can you, this week, 15 minutes a day of listening to something to work on your mindset? Is this a personal growth book or an audio book or you're sitting and reading? That's where you're going to have to start because if you don't even believe you're worth showing up for 15 minutes, well, then it's going to be really easy when an obstacle gets in your way to not show up at all, right? So I would say if you're still struggling and you're in that that place, mindset's where I'm going to recommend you start. And if you feel like, all right, Kara, this sounds good. Maybe I can like do some of this. I want to get started. My action item for you is to sit down and I want you to look at your week. And I actually just want you to put three 15-minute chunks into your day. And so this is the weekly planning system that I teach because as women, we put ourselves last a lot more than we should. And I think that when you're making a schedule for the week, if you can plop yourself in three pockets a day then you're going to feel a lot better about everything you're going after. So here's what I'm going to recommend. Look at the next, you can just look at tomorrow or you can look at the next week, depending on when you're listening to this. And I want you to plop in your schedule, just 15 minutes to work on some sort of goal. I don't care if this is, you're going to declutter your spice cabinet in your kitchen. You're going to take a walk for 15 minutes. You're going to work on a scrapbooking thing. You're going to do whatever it is. Just put 15 minutes a day in for that. The next 15 minutes I want you to put in is a new routine that you want to work on. Um, And it could be anything. It literally could be, um, before I go to bed, I'm going to load the dishwasher. Like, that's it. Something super simple. Just one thing for your routine. And then the last 15 minutes is going to be 15 minutes for you to learn and grow. And this could be personal growth. This could be a hobby. I think often we don't think about hobbies as self-care, but we deserve, if you've always wanted to learn photography, like go learn photography, go have joy, go laugh, go do something for fun. I love to read and I make sure I put a block in my day to read fiction for fun because it's something for me. So if you're ready to take action, 15 minutes for a goal, 15 minutes for any routine, and then 15 minutes of any sort of like learning or growth Um, just to to learn something new. Because I think that when you start to put those small pockets in your day, you look at the rest of your schedule and you think, oh, that's it. Oh, I thought this was going to take so much time. It's only 45 minutes out of my entire day. Um, And then you can show up for your family and serve and do all of the other
2: things that you need to do along the way. Such good advice, Kara. Thank you. Is there any last little bits of wisdom you want to share with us about self-care I feel like you've shared so much and there's just so much goodness here I feel like I've taken basically two pages of notes I bet other people have (laughs) but any last word of just encouragement to leave with our listeners to just let them know they are worthy of taking care of themselves and then let us know where we can find you after this
1: sure if you're listening now I just One, I want to tell you, you're doing an amazing job at whatever you think you're not doing an amazing job at. People aren't going to tell you. So you have to sometimes be your biggest cheerleader um, and I'm cheering for you. But I also just want to encourage you to get started, to stop thinking of all the things you're not doing and stop, you know, making, looking at all the things that you missed at the end of the day and start looking at these things that you are doing and the ways that you're showing up, even when you're struggling, showing up for you is going to remind you how worthy you are and you have to do that work. Um, And if anyone wants to connect more, I'm over at a purpose driven mom on Instagram, Facebook, all social medias. And my podcast is a purpose Driven mom show where we talk about systems and routines to help moms manage their time um, and their life so they can go after their own goals.
2: Perfect. Thank you, Kira. I will link everything in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast and I will chat with you soon. Thanks so much.